Hi there, welcome to the More Simple Podcast. This is a podcast for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them. I am Mo, and I am your host, ready to spark your curiosity as I take you on this adventurous ride of exploring cultures through the stories of my guests from all over the world. On this show, we get really personal, discussing salient issues that are relevant to our contemporary age and also building community around them. As our guests exercise courage and vulnerability in sharing their life's experiences, we hope that in turn you are inspired by them and that you get the courage in it to set your own stories free. Enjoy the ride and thank you so much for listening. Hi guys, welcome back to the Merciful Podcast. For those that are just joining us for the first time, my name is Mel. My full name is Motolani Emiola Ogunsoya. That's my full legal governmental name. But I go by Mosibo as my brand name. And my number plum, I create with that name. Either ways, you can call me Mo or Tolani. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you stay for a long time. And for the, we hope you stay for a very long time. And for our veterans, welcome back to season four. Thank you for being with us every step of the way. I'm so excited to kick off season four of the show. It was just three years ago we started and look at how far we've come with over 140 episodes. We certainly won't have gotten so far without you guys. So thank you so much. And apologies for my voice. I've been battling with allergies. I want to say bad allergies, but they're not good allergies. So this is actually a lot better than how it was last week. But all in all, thank you for um, bearing with me. Just a couple of announcements before we roll into what's in for today. We have moved the podcast host from Anchor to Pod- Podbean. And so please check out Podbean. And it's spot Pod, P-O-D, and then Bean, B-E-A-N. It's also an app associated with that platform so you can get the episodes on the go. Subscribe on Podbean because it helps us to grow our listenership. And don't forget, as always, to share the episodes as well. So... New episode, new world. I'm making a video as well as an audio production of this episode. I tried to push the envelope a little bit. For those that don't know me, I'm very uncomfortable in front of the camera. So hence this awkward tension between myself and my phone, which I'm currently using to record the video portion of it. So it's been some months since the break. The show has been on a hiatus. We take a creative break from December to April. And I understand that it's not... It's not like the best option for a podcast because we get a lot of emails and phone messages and also phone calls and WhatsApp messages. Why are you guys on break? When are you coming back? I haven't gotten an episode pushed in a while. Well, it's always necessary because we take that time to reflect deeply on the direction for the new episode, for the new season. It also helps to um, get new guests. I spend the majority of that time for my creative podcast process to listen to other podcasts as well to see how we can do cross-collaboration or even guess we can expand on their story. So while the episode, while the podcast itself might be on a break, we're still, you know, we're working behind the scenes to make sure that we're still creating content that will be able to um, help our community grow. And we have still have our engagement on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. So bear with us. Um, and as someone that has a full-time job, 
So a break is much needed to focus on other aspects of my life and so I can come back bigger and better. So um, it might change in the future as far as the length of the break, but for now, I'm glad that we're sticking it. So on a personal level, what have I been up to since December? Well, I was super excited about the new year because uh, I I just, I lost something about Christmas that I love so much. And the beginning of the year, initially, well, way back in the days, I used to have a lot of anxiety with New Year's because it was just so much pressure to either adopt new practices or stop some st- some stuff. But the older I got and the more reflective I beca- became, I just stuck it to, you know what, it's a new day. It's an opportunity to do something as a new, but don't force yourself, don't pressure yourself. So uh, since January, it's just I've been focusing more on just, you know, creating stuff, my writing, also my job as well. Um, grand season is really around the corner. So meeting up with collaborators, also carrying out my research. So for those that don't know me, I have a full-time job as an assistant professor of pharmacy, and I do research on lupus and cancer. And currently I have a fund that was granted by, I have a research that was funded by the Department of Defense, which is one of the largest um, departments here in the U.S. to look at the quality of lives of black prostate cancer survivors. So yes, um, that has really taken a lot of my time. I've also spent that time just uh, working on my goals for the year. Uh, if you don't know, I have a bullet journal, which oh, it's somewhere in my bag. I can't get it now. But I do have a bullet journal that I have been that has made me to be more intentional about not just designing my my future, but also you know tracking my past and ordering my present. And so I put some goals there, like health goals, fitness goals, um, relationship goals, financial goals. So I have really been very intentional about that. So that's what I've been spending my time on. I'm also spending a little bit of time with my husband. Um, <laughs> just finding ways where we can, you know, strengthen our relationship. I've, I've made some personal goals to, you know, do certain things this year with my husband to kind of strengthen our relationship. And so far, so good. There's still a lot of areas of improvement because I tend to just want to keep to myself most of the time and just be with my laptop and create stuff or watch stuff. Of course, that doesn't really help in the marriage, but we're finding ways to like, spend time together. So one of the things we did this year, and Koda Sunyin, by the way, was to start going to spas together. And the first time we tried it was December. We used to go before like to do nails and all that. But this time, like full body massage, the whole, you know, fireworks and all that. And we did it in December, and it turned out to be a lot of fun. And so he made it a monthly stuff. He gets on my calendar, and then we'll find a time that works. And then we call the spa. We actually have a membership in the local spa here. And I think it's also a nice time to kind of do stuff together. So we have a sauna, hospital massage, the tissue massage, and all that. So just a suggestion for couples out there. One, one of the great things you can do. And he really needs it because he works so hard. I work hard as well, but my job, thankfully for me, I've been able to work from home. He has to drive and he's always on the move, seeing patients, bring it down. So his job takes a strain on his body. So that's um, one of those we're doing. What else did I spend my time doing? Just, you know, communicating with friends, keeping in touch with families, and also decide to make some really significant changes to my diet this year. So I didn't start that in January because I wanted January to be gone. So it's going to be like New Year, New Year resolution. 
I have been working a lot on just my health. I got to a point where I realized that, okay, I don't want to be just the chubby person anymore. I understand that my body type tends to, you know, be conformed to the chubby nature, but I wanted to, you know, be more fit. I think that was my goal. It wasn't really about losing weight. It was fitness. I wanted to, you know, be more fit and not have to practice if I'm running. So February, two years ago, I actually began running, but I stopped because of, you know, I have, I have flat feet and I've not really been able to get quite the right kind of shoes. And I found that I was really damaging my heels and it was triggering um, my plantar fasciitis, which, you know, I've had for a while, but it's gotten better now. I don't have a lot of flares anymore. So uh, what, I, what do I do recently? Well, I, I juice like for my breakfast and lunch and then I have a whole meal for dinner. And dinner is when I really, really get to maximize all of my grains and, you know, eat my carbs and also eat, you know, things that I like, like my proteins. And for some of you that follow my WhatsApp stories, you've probably seen a lot of my cooking. And so because I only cook once a day now, it's made life considerably easier. I don't skip breakfast anymore because I've already had my juice prep done for Sunday. So I, I juice on Sundays and I store them in missing jars in my fridge for the whole week. And so that's how my, my, my lunch and my breakfast. And that has really helped me. I also began working out every day, six to five to six times a week. And shout out to my friend Linda, we get on a Zoom call together. We started actually the first week of February and it's been seven, eight weeks now of just consistent working out. We focus on all aspects of the body, the abs, the you know, um, full body conditioning, Tabata, stretches. Oh my gosh, stretches go a long way. Even if you cannot even do any of those, you know, aerobic exercises, stretch your body. Like you need to make sure your muscles are like, you know, tearing and they're broken now so you can get to the goals that you need. So that's what I've really been working on. And I cannot believe that exercise could be something that was very consistent. I mean, I used to work out in the past, but it wasn't consistent. I'll just like maybe an hour long workout twice a week. And that was it. But now I'm doing 30 minutes every day, five to six days a week. I'll take a break on Sunday. And on Saturday, we actually just dance. We, we pick a video on YouTube and just dance. It's not about the technique. It's just about having fun. So shout out to um, my friend Linda for setting this up. And Because I got to a point where I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this, this has to stop. Like, I wasn't really... I wasn't, it wasn't cutting anymore, you know. Um, I've had a lot of health issues. And I've also undergone a lot of fertility treatments that made me put on a lot of weight. And with that came depression and just not even caring a lot about my body. And so I wanted to seize that narrative back and tell myself, you know what, just try your best and see what you can do. And because the best thing you can make right now is how can you prevent yourself from getting all of those metabolic issues in the future? So that was a personal goal for me. Like I said, it wasn't about losing weight. It was just about, you know, doing the best to make myself more healthy. So that's what I've been working on. So let me know if you also have some fitness goals how that has been going for you. And um, on the spiritual side of things, ever since I shared publicly about my sexual abuse story uh, as a child, it's given me a lot of freedom to, you know, um, talk to people. I have counseled a lot of people on the side. You don't really get to hear that story because that's still, you know, ongoing. I've also had people reach out to me on unrelated issues, but just by virtually being vulnerable in my story. And I'll say that there was still some aspect of it that hadn't gone away, and that was still body shaming. Um, for the most part, I've been good with, you know, oh, you know what, let me, let me just be very honest here. Um, 
I don't know if you're like me, you walk into a room and you're always just, you always see yourself as a sad person. I don't know. It, it, it used to be a lingering touch, but then it became like the forefront. And so I would try to like tell jokes or make people laugh or, you know, try to like, you know, carry on high, le- high level quali- quality, high quality conversations just to distort from the fact of, you know, what is in front of you. And, and I think, I know that I didn't totally accept my body. And, but I don't know why that, like, just being the way I was, like, as far as, you know, being fat was always one thing I would describe myself as. It was just that inner dialogue that I constantly had about myself. Even when people didn't see that, that was the first thing I always saw about myself. And so I had to, like, start thinking about how to really get rid of that because it wasn't healthy and it wasn't fair to myself to think about myself that way. And I'm sure not everybody will see you. The first thing they will see is just, oh my gosh, it's fat. I mean, so maybe they might, but why does that matter to you? Like, you have to be able to live your body. And most people don't even know what you're going through. So I needed to start, you know, finding out the source of that. So I went for, for Christians. Yeah, I did a delivery session. And also went through some counseling. I'm also still in therapy just to find out what, you know, just that last piece because I didn't think I was honoring my body definitely by all those talks I was having about it. And I wasn't honoring God as well. So I want to encourage people like me, perhaps you you, you really had it with your weight, you're struggling with, with issues, but for whatever reason or the other, um, I hope you can use this um, dialogue to encourage yourself that wherever you need to get to be, please start working on it. Don't rush it. Little steps, little changes. And in the meantime, love yourself, not in that kind of cheesy self-love kind of way, but be thankful for the body you have. That is your body, and it's protected you a lot. You know, um, sometimes I've had people just see me, oh my God, why is so much with You have no idea that I just had a miscarriage or that fertility treatment that I was spent thousands of dollars and, you know, injections and hormones and all that failed. I'm still battling, you know, that lack of uh, just that self-worth issues, infertility issues. So what you see is not necessarily what's really going on. You have no idea what people are going through. So please be gentle with your words. We get it. We know we are fat. We know we can see it. You know, I just talked about that some seconds ago. But be kind with your words. You don't know what someone else is going through. You don't know what can push them over. I am quite strong emotionally. But I'll tell you that some words have really stayed. And I have had to, like, forgive people for things they've said to me. Especially Africans. You know, please just stop that. You have no autonomy on people's bodies. Um, If you're concerned about their health, unless they haven't come to meet you to say, hey, I have these health issues. You really have no right to be talking to people about their weight. You know, please keep it. What are you trying to prove? That you've seen something and you want to correct it? You think they don't know already? So if your words are not defined, please don't don't, don't hurt people with your words. Nobody likes, you know, a, a, a goody two-shoes or someone who knows it all. Sorry, that's what I was trying to go for. Kind of went on the tangent there, but that was really important stuff. So what am I working on these days? Uh, I think it's just authenticity. Authenticity, that's a very hard word. Um, as always, the way we do things on the show is to be very truthful about our processes. And so in this season, new season on the, on the podcast, it's not going to be any different. We will still keep sharing bold stories. We'll still keep sharing stories to, commun- to con- connect people and communities together. 
And so yeah, that's uh Tanina so far, I think, has been one of being intentional about life. I'm so thankful to be alive. I think when I turned 30, that was a big moment for me because I didn't think I was gonna live past 30. And I've talked about this in previous episodes about just how I had this fascination with death and I didn't think I was gonna live out that long. And it started when I was younger and you know, all of the things I had gone through and I just I just wasn't sure I was gonna reach 30. So reaching 30 was almost like a bonus for me. I do know now that that's not God's plan for my life. I know that whenever he calls me home, I'll be fine. But death is not something I should be afraid of or obsessed with. You know, it's not healthy. So I'm I'm lucky to be alive and I'm thankful to be alive. I don't want to make the best use of my time. I still really, you know, um, do a lot of self-flagellation about just how much impact I'm making. I really don't think I'm using all my talents very well. And I've talked about this on my Facebook post as well, about how, you know, I... I've, I've remained hidden in certain areas. So one of the things I'm also exploring with my therapist and my mentor is how do I shine my light more? How do I, you know, not for the sake of making people feel uncomfortable around my achievements, dim my light. Somebody might need, you know, to be encouraged by what I've achieved. How do I, you know, show them my processes as well? So um, there's a big story that you'll be hearing about me sometime in this season. I'm not going to talk about it now because I'm still exploring that. I'm going to need Jesus, the whole Trinity, plus the help of my mentor and my therapist to finally set that story free. But it's coming. And when I share it, I will link back this moment, you know, on that. Um, so the world is beginning to open up again. Myself and T-Dog, that's my husband. For those that don't know who T-Dog is, you'll probably get to hear a little bit about him on the podcast. We have gotten our vaccines. We got the Pfizer one. And we did that. We concluded our last month. And so far, so good. We still wear a mask to, you know, protect ourselves. We, you know, tend to, like, um, avoid super crowded places that people are not taking precautions. But we have a big trip coming up next month. Actually, this month, in two weeks' time, we are going to see some friends up in the mountains and hope to get some, you know, fresh air and oxygen. And so if you follow my post on Instagram or Facebook or my WhatsApp story, so watch out for more adventures. Now, um, so... Happy birthday to the Muscle Podcast. That's why I'm wearing a birthday cat hat. It's four years today, literally today, April 5th, 2021. At the time of this recording, we clocked four years. Actually, fourth season, third year anniversary of the podcast. And uh, so, last episode, um, last season's episode, oh my goodness, that was the roller coaster. There's so many, I guess, Episodes that really jived with our community. We could tell the way you guys, you know, reacted to them, the shares, the retweets, the, I guess, the DMs, the emails, the engagement, download rates, of course, and the listenership. So just a little bit of a recap of some. Those ones we did on Secrets, the four-part episode on Secrets. You know, we need a story of divorce, we recount story on you know, sex abuse, mine, and um, also Adelako. I know the Lacoon story. And of course, the one I do with on marriage. And, you know, that was a very loaded episode. Everyone liked it. And so, yeah, uh, so just wanted to recap on those wonderful moments we had. So this year, there's going to be more of that stuff. Maybe not the same topics, but there's really nothing new that is so, but just more stories to keep engaging with our audience. I think for me, what have I gained from just you know, being behind the microphone and sharing stories, it's, I think it's 
it's being more empathetic to things around me. Um, I'm a can-do kind of person, and I tend to sometimes take life in a stride because I do have a capability of getting things done. But because of just things I've gone through, I've had to slow down a little bit and really be sitting with people who might be going through sufferings. So that's one of the things I've gained from the show. When I hear stories of people who have gone through a lot, but you don't even have an idea, that really, you know, makes me reflect a lot on I need to be more sympathetic and more empathetic to what people are going because you never know until they tell you. Another thing for me is just shedding those layers of vulnerability. Heck, you've heard a lot about me, you know, on the show. You heard about, you know, losing babies, of not being able to get pregnant naturally. You've heard about sexual abuse. You've heard about body co- body confidence. You know so much about me, and it wasn't just talking about those issues on the show. There were not easy things to talk about. I'll tell you that because nobody wants to like come on and start talking about, you know, things that are so deeply personal like that without preparing yourself. And I really don't care what you, especially for the naysayers and all that. If you don't really understand where I'm coming from, you might be quick to just turn your nose and ah, she shares too much. Well, thank you very much. I do share too much. I know that. And it might help you to know that my mom sometimes is not very comfortable about some things I talk about. But there's one person that I know has to be very comfortable if I can talk about things. And that's my husband because I know he's a very private person. And I, de- I definitely don't want to put him at a place where he's uncomfortable with things I'm sharing. Because as much as these stories are mine, they're also his. And I don't want them to reflect poorly in him. So best believe that as a couple, we've talked about this. Case in point. To be able to finally share the story of my miscarriage. This was 2018 that I talked about that episode. To be able to get to that point, it took me four years of being able to say, I'm ready. And him saying, okay, go ahead with it. Even though we don't have a case to show for it yet. He said it was okay, and why? I, I, I asked him later on, why did you why did you agree to, you know, have me share the story? He said, because I've noticed that when you write about stuff, when you talk about stuff, it's therapy for you, and if that helps you, it helps me as well. And so, you know, I just want to say thank you so much to T Dog, my husband, for you know being supportive. So that's one of the things I've learned from the show is some things will happen to you in life, whether by virtue of things you do to yourself or that happens to you or that is done to you by others. Um, one of the things I don't want you to hold on to is shame. You know, whether it was something you, you caused directly to yourself or indirectly. Shame is such a useless emotion, but I understand it. It's natural. It's a natural reaction. But don't bask in it. Don't let it be the soundtrack of your life. And I've, I've had shame help, help hold me back in so many areas. I know a lot of you will be surprised to hear this. Like, oh my gosh, no, I wouldn't have, you know, you know, thought that about you. Trust me, I know shame very well. I used to know her very well. She was someone that, you know, lives, you know, by me. We share the same bed, woke up with me, you know, was always there. But not anymore because, you know, all is forgiven, man. You know, confessing your sins as a Christian, I believe in that. And just exploring just why you're letting that hold you back through therapy. So I have used the combination of stuff. And so what you see on the podcast is really the victories, you know, that I have had to battle in-house. And I want to thank everyone, every one of my supporters, my friends, my family, you know, supporters, scratch that, my friends and families, you know yourself, for, you know, speaking, you know, those life-giving words, sorry, to me, to really help me get to where I am today. And for all of you who've shared your stories, you have no idea just how much is encouraging people like me to be more bold with our stories. So I want to encourage you that you're listening. What's holding you back? What's that one thing you've 
Like, how is she really affecting you? We're not supposed to stay hidden. We're supposed to shine our lights. Now, not everybody has to get on the mic and, you know, talk as a podcaster. But what's that story that you're, you're holding back that can set somebody else free? That's how I want to live my life. If I die today, I want to live knowing that. I want to be remembered that you know, I gave it all. I didn't, help, I didn't let anything hold me back. I didn't let shame particularly hold me back. That's, you know, that's one of the things I'm really praying that I, I achieve. And I'm also getting bolder and confident. I think that's one of the virtues of having this platform is that I can approach almost anybody. When I started, oh my gosh, shout out to Fiona, by the way, our very first guest. I remember just that episode was just like asking her about her favorite food, what school was like. I mean, those are like simple vanilla questions. And they had this time and place. I'm not gonna, you know, hate on my past self. No, I had to start somewhere. So I, and I've grown a lot, you know, the quality of stories, the, the boldness to pursue people, stories are really really you know um difficult stories but then i guess because i've done my own assignment i've shared of myself i'm able to like ask hey can i be a part of this how can we support you how can we make people not go through the same thing you went through things like that so i had to clean up my own house is one of the things i'm doing Just also a recap of some of the awards for last season. You know, um, episode with the most listens was the one with Iano, my sister, you know, what no one tells you about marriage. She's going to be back. Well, I'm trying to bring her back again. This time around, we're going to do like a double pairing. Myself and Kenny, myself and my husband, Tyro, and then Kenny and Iano, we're going to just talk about, you know, our relationship, right? What marriage is really about. So get ready for some laughs and hopefully no cries, but I'm not going to guarantee that. Then, Episode with the highest download last year was the one with um, Any Rebe, a big one on identity, becoming a writer, and other stories. So go check out those episodes. And then just honorable mentions to um, Patricia Kio, Patricia Amotaishe, Patricia Chobrella Chekis. I have a lot of Patricia surrounding me and they're super supportive. Of course, Linda Jenner. Linda Jenner is our most engaged listener and she was the person of the year. Linda is. You know, anytime I have an episode out, she'll text, oh my gosh, great job. Even when she's yet to listen to it, she's always, you know, having like words of encouragement to say. And runner ups were, you know, Yvonne of the Beautiful Woman podcast and also Tutu Popola. So, with every season comes a new level of boldness and vulnerability. And the goal for the season is really to drive authentic conversations with our guests as we talk about their journeys. So get ready for diverse guests, for deep conversations, for taboo topics, of course. These are my fun stuff to talk about. Fuck the beer a little bit because, you know, I don't care. I care, but you know what I mean. Inspirational stories all into the fine blend of guests, of fun and laughter. We are always in the business of sharing stories. So if you have a story that you like to feature on the show, it, might not, it doesn't have to be scandalous, guys. It could be something you think somebody might learn from or just your own story. As simple as it is or as difficult as it is. Please let us know. Just you know, send us an email at talktomore@mostable.com. And please, there's always that room for opportunity to grow. So if you have any feedback for the show, please let me know. I'm soliciting that publicly. Feedback is feedback. It doesn't have to be you know. If, even if you think, oh, she might be sad or she might be worried. No, if it's to grow the podcast, I'm all for this. So please send it my way. And we also have an. Oh, before that, your engagement keeps us going. So let us know what they might to keep interacting with us, you know, in the comment section, DMs, our newsletters as well. And we also have an ongoing survey. 
and we want to know how best to serve you. You also stand the chance of winning a gift card when we do the final draw. So please check out the show notes for the link to that survey. It's very quick, less than five minutes, or even two minutes if you ask because I am. Anyways, guys, really appreciate you on this relationship over the years. You've helped me grow a lot. You've helped me um, find a purpose in my life. Um, you saved my life a lot. And you saved my life a lot. Um, thank you. Thank you for... Um, I don't know why I cry when I do one of Thank you, Mom. I don't have clinics yet. Well, sorry. Oh... I hope my mascara doesn't run. So, thank you for um, for helping me get here, helping us get here. Actually, personally for me, I've changed a lot. My my outlook on life has changed. My inner processes have changed. I'm more than convinced that doing life alone, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. There's so many people out there who are going through a lot and your words, you coming on the show or even just talking about some of these issues might be what will save them from jumping off the ledge. So I don't take this for granted. This is as important to me as any other thing I do. It's why I'm, I'm so committed to it. But I wouldn't have gotten this far without you. So thank you for all of the ways you've helped to contribute to the making of this show. Thank you for your engagement. I know some of you don't have the strength to listen all the time. Even if it's just a couple of episodes here and there, you mean a lot to the show. Thank you. But please don't forget to keep sharing, to keep you know letting people know about the show. If there's any community you think we can impact or any cause we can support, please let us know. As much as we, the podcast is for talking, our biggest goal is to engage the community and give back as well. So if there are causes you think that might be a good fit for the show to sponsor, financially or otherwise, please let us know. I do have a lot of wonderful supporters and we've done that in the past to raise money and awareness because it's so worth doing the business with that. And just want to say thank you for that, for your presence and continued listenership over the years. Without you, there's no podcast, guys. So we look forward to seeing you at our next birthday party. And finally is calls for sponsors. A podcast takes a lot to run. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. And... I have a Patreon page, which, you know, I haven't been very proactive about asking for donations. But there's so many things that I'm working on right now that has a lot of impact on the community. There's a lady with, you know, three young kids who are trying to set up a business for myself and a friend. And as more time goes on, I'll share more details. If there's anyone you'd like to support that cause, please let us know. We still have our education funds going to help indigent children in Nigeria get back to school. And that was a fundraiser I did for my third, third birthday, which was almost two years ago. And that money is still rolling out to help kids, you know, go through school. So there are many ways you can support the show. But I'm also calling for sponsors, people who might have a product that might want to collaborate with the podcast. Please let us know. Um, well, you know what? You got the money, you got the sponsorship, the product. Please let us know how we can collaborate. Our listeners tend to be people who are culturally curious. They tend to be highly intellectual people, not super highly intellectual, but people who are very curious to go in their own lives and people who are um, wanting to learn one, one thing or two to also improve their processes. 
So yeah, this was it, guys. 30 minutes. Mark is gone. And so stay tuned for episodes coming out every Thursday. Now we are on Podbean, remember? You don't find us on Anchor anymore. We're on Podbean. Go check us out. And if you have any feedback, please let us know. You can also check out the website, www.mostable.com. On there, there's a contact me form if you want to reach out to me to maybe ask a question or be on the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram at The Morosible Podcast, T-H-E-M-O-R-E-S-I-B-Y-L Podcast. I'm also on um, email as TalkToMo, T-A-L-K-T-O-M-O, and Mostable, M-O-S-I-B-Y-L.com. As always, this is Mo, and catch you guys on another episode of the Merciful Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Merciful Podcast. Well, guess what? There's plenty more where that came from. So visit our website at www.mosibyl.com. That is www.mosibyl.com where you can find hours of other binge-worthy episodes just like this one. And while you're at it, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Podbean as it encourages other awesome people like you to listen to the podcast as well. We are now officially on Podbean. It has an app. You can catch up on missed episodes and also get a notification when we have new episodes. Do you have a question for our guest, feedback on the episode, or a suggestion for a future guest? Then please get in touch with us by sending us an email at Talk to more at mostable.com or connect with us via Instagram at the more civil podcast. Cannot wait to hear from you and thank you so much for always listening.